You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 16 of the Ask Daryl podcast. The Ask Daryl podcast is where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, take your questions on social media, technology, and communications, all dealing with the church, and do my best to answer them in the most brief yet thorough way possible. Today's question comes from Andrew. Hey, Daryl, I run social media at my church, and I was just wondering, what are your thoughts on good event advertising for Facebook? We've been creating image posts for events and boosting them for greater engagement. But lately, we've considered using Facebook's events features instead. What do you suggest? Andrew, this is a really good question uh, because we've played with both. We've done where we just promote an event via an image and a link. And we've also done Facebook events, and we've kind of got mixed results on both. Um, And I think part of that is, is, we still we're not solely invested one or the other. We kind of play with both. But let me kind of run down some of the ways I think you can use Facebook events and use them well. Uh, for those of you who don't know, a Facebook event, if you think about it, is just basically it's an invite that you send on Facebook that can actually sit on your page. And actually, now that I think about it, there's actually two ways to do this. You can either do a Facebook event via your personal profile, or you can do one via your quote unquote your your your, your fan page or your church event page, if you will, or your church page. So there's two ways to do it. Uh, I suggest obviously what you do is you do it via your church page and not your personal page. Even though the personal page has some advantages if you do it from your personal profile because you can actually invite people directly, um, you the, the you want to do it via your church page just to keep everything neat and clean. Neat and clean. But a couple of the advantages of doing a, an event page on Facebook is you can see everybody who's seen the link for the event. You can see everybody who's viewed it. Um, and you can also see who says they're coming, who says maybe, who says no. You kind of can get like a, a really cool RSVP type of feel to doing an event on Facebook. So there are some advantages to it. And I think it's worth testing out if you've never done a Facebook event before. Now, how do you actually, you know, make the best use out of doing Facebook events? Well, here's a couple things you need to know. Here's about, actually, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you seven things you need to know when you're doing a Facebook event. First thing is the most obvious. And that is if you've got it, if you create a Facebook event on your page, you need to make sure you're promoted on your page. So make that a, make that a post on your wall. Uh, make, you can create an image and post it right there on your wall, but, but make sure you promote the event actually on your page. Um, you want people to be able to see it. And so the easiest way to do that is make sure you promote it on your wall. So make it part of your, one of your posts that you're going to send out, you're going to schedule out via Facebook. Okay. The second thing is, is you need to make sure that you've got some really good artwork or design for the cover photo for the event. Make sure it really pops. Make sure it clearly lists the details of the event in terms of like time, etc. you know, where to be, all those type of things. But you want that, you want that to look really good, just like you would your regular Facebook cover photo for your church. So you want something that's engaging. Uh, you want a photo that um, really speaks to the event, but also gives people a quick synopsis of what they should expect at the event. Third thing you need to do is you need to have people kind of be your brand ambassadors for this. So make sure that you do whatever you can to get people to invite other people to the event. Okay, so you can. This is where you 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 go for the ask, if you will. This is where you say, "Hey, we need you to invite other people. Encourage people to do that by doing that." 
that's the network effect. And eventually you should have more people sign up for your event. So do those type of things where you can get people um, engaged in it by having people who are your ambassadors, if you will, to go out and just say, hey, tell people about the event. You can also do things like um, you can also ask questions. You can do contests. You can, there's a whole bunch of different things you can do. But I suggest, by the way, you just simply go for the ask and ask people to share the event. If you've got the number four is if you've got the event on your church website, put a share button that links back to the event page on that page. So in other words, if they go to if they go to your page on your church website, make sure there's a share button for Facebook to let them share the Facebook event right from your page. Uh, that's just an easy win. That's something you want to do, especially if you're trying to drive people to basically sign up or basically RSVP via Facebook. So make sure if you've got an event page on your church website, that it's also got a share Facebook link on that page as well. Number five, you need to demonstrate something that we call social proof. And what I mean by social proof is, is social proof is the idea that when you get a certain mass of people have signed up, you use that as to your advantage. So let's say you have a hundred people sign up for the event. Then the next set of social media messages that you should be sending out would be join the hundreds of other people that have signed up for this event and sign up for today. So the social proof, if you will, is that everybody's doing this and you should too. We find that research shows us that when we do some sort of social proof with our events or with anything for that matter, uh, people are more willing to sign up for it if they know a lot of other people are doing it as well. So if you can gain a certain amount of social proof with the event through the number of people that are coming or the number of people that have shared the event, uh, you want to use that to your advantage. So number five, make sure that you demonstrate some sort of social proof. Number six, and I've actually, when I was doing research for this podcast, uh, I've seen a number of people mention that this is the way, this is a really cool feature that you should do. And I think I agree. Number six is integrate some sort of countdown clock. And I think there's a couple of different, uh, I think it's a really cool idea. The idea that you're counting down to the event. So you can, if you just Google Facebook event apps, a countdown clock, you can find countdown clocks that you can add to your event page, or you can do what the NFL did when they were counting down to the NFL season, which was every day they would post a different photo of a different player's number uh, as they were counting down to the start of football season. So if there was a player who's, who's known as number five, they posted a player of number five, then player number four, number three, number two, number one. So if you can find fun, inventive ways to post photos every single day, counting down to the event, that's another way you can do that as well to kind of give that countdown of anticipation building towards the event. Number seven, create a hashtag. Although I'm not a big fan of hashtags because I think a little bit they're going to get lost in things, especially if they're not a unique hashtag. I think you should try creating a hashtag just to see what happens. It's always worth experimenting. Who knows? It might work for you, but creating a hashtag for the event is always a, is always a, always, always a good idea. If you can, if you can pull it off and pull it off well, make sure you do, you do your research and that your hashtag is unique and that you're not ripping off something else that you might be like, Hey, that's somebody else's hashtag. So just keep that in mind. So those are the seven things I recommend you try when you're doing a Facebook event. Now here are seven things that you need to know that are coming about Facebook events in the future. And as I was researching this podcast for this podcast, um, I found, I stumbled upon this interview that the head of Facebook events, um, and I'm going to, I'm going to mess up his name. It's Atidia Kua. Uh, this is an interview he gave Mashable about what's coming for events in the future. So if you're thinking about Facebook events, here's some things you need to know are coming down the pipeline in the future. For one, they're going to start adding more Facebook events to your newsfeed. So people are going to start seeing more Facebook events 
in their newsfeed, which I think is going to be a good thing. So that's going to be really good for you. Two, uh, you're going to have you're going to see more event recommendations in people's newsfeeds. So the ability for Facebook to start recommending your events to people that'll start appearing as well. Number three. You'll see the ability to start sharing events inside Messenger. Messenger is really growing. I think they say in the article they got 600 million active users. So pretty soon we're going to see people being able to share events inside Messenger, which I think is going to be really cool. Number four, tighter integration with Messenger. This may mean you could be able to hold a group chat with events. Um, there's a whole bunch of other possibilities for this, but they're going to start integrating Facebook events with their messaging app as well. Number five, and I think this is actually the coolest thing, is they're looking at the ability for you to invite non-Facebook users to an event. This is pretty cool. So if you have people who are not Facebook users, but you invite them to an event, they can RSVP for the event without having to have a Facebook account. And I think that's a pretty killer feature, to be honest with you. I think it's something they, they need to do. And if you're looking at Facebook events in the future, this is something that I think you're going to want to take note of. Um, number six, you will start to be able to do private events in terms of getting invite recipient notifications for private events. So if you have a an event that you want to keep private, this is something you'll be able to do uh, and get a in, uh, basically get receipt notifications for private events. And number seven, which I think is honestly the coolest, and this is something they're thinking about doing, which I really hope Facebook does, is they're thinking about doing a standalone events app, which basically would mean just like you have Messenger as a separate app and Pages as a separate app on the iPhone, you can look for an events app. And I think there's a truckload of possibilities. I really would love to see some sort of mashup of a Periscope, Meerkat, Facebook event, live streaming app type of deal, which I think would just be killer. Who knows what they're what they're thinking about, but I just really think that's going to be a really cool possibility. So Andrew, hopefully I gave you some information to start thinking about using Facebook events for your church. Again, I would try it. Uh, again, I think it's a really good idea. Um, hopefully those seven things I gave you to think about will hopefully spur some ideas in your mind as you're trying to promote events for your church via Facebook. If you've got a question for me, you can a- go to askdaryl.com. That's A-S-K-D-A-R-E-L.com. You can also use the hashtag AskDaryl. You can also direct message me on Twitter. I'm at DGirardier. That's at D-G-I-R-A-R-D-I. I E R on Twitter. We're on iTunes. So if you're on, if you're, if you want to subscribe to this podcast, just head over to iTunes and you can subscribe there. You can also rate the podcast. We're also working on getting on Stitcher. I know a couple people have asked, are you guys on Stitcher? We're getting the podcast on Stitcher as well. So that wraps up this podcast for this week. Hope you're having a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to AskDaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to AskDaryl.com.